Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The Emperor has been expecting you. Welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. Hey there, Star Wars fans, and welcome back. As I, you know, I'm welcoming you back. You were on vacation last week. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you watched the episode, but I, I said that you were off. You know, gallivanting around Europe, tying knots. Tying That's all knots. I said. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't feel I needed to to, de- to dive any deeper. Uh, yeah. You know what? You know what? I mean. You could tell us what you were doing, but perhaps that's a story for another for time. Another time, which is which is hilarious because that means it's never going to get told because <laughs> Moss never tells the story. But you know what's crazy? They are telling a great story in the book of Boba Fett. It's amazing. God, it's, it is amazing. It's fantastic. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm absolutely. Last week I watched and I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm down. Yeah. Like I knew I was like, it's going to need, I'm going to need to see an episode two and three to sort of, but man, this episode is one of my, I, I don't know what it was. I just thoroughly loved this episode. I was like, this is like one of my favorite pieces of Star Wars. Yeah, for sure. I mean, man, this this was honest, honest to God, uh, very enjoyable. And there's so many little Easter eggs. Big. I mean, it just feels like it's building like like the Book of Boba Fett is building for something big, some really big stuff. I don't know. I can just feel it. And especially, I, bro, when they're throwing in like Force Lizard, Tuscan Raider dreams, this is off the hook. I mean, they're 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 diving deep here. And there's you've got we have a whole list of things to talk about today because there are so many freaking little connections, possible theories, things going on. Yeah, we've already got comments uh, flying in here on the live just about some of the things that we saw, some of the some of the big Easter eggs in this. And we're going to break them all down for you guys, because I am just thoroughly impressed. Some people said the first episode was a sleeper. I want to come right out and tell you guys it, it was it was not. It is setting the stage. This is a build for something big and I'm ready. Yeah, I mean, the first episode for me, it was good. I I yeah. wasn't I wasn't expecting it to be some sort of epic masterpiece. Um, I do love the back and forth we're getting with the current time and the and the previous time. Um, you know, there's there's so much as to get to uh, yeah. with this. But let's start because you weren't actually here last week. Yeah. Um, so what now that you've seen both episodes, what are your what are your sort of thoughts? 
Yeah, first of all, um, I love what was the just the little connection. They had like the protocol droid, which was actually the torture droid from Return of the Jedi. Was in an 8D8 or something was was in that first episode. And I thought I was like, oh, that's really cool. Because as soon as I saw him, I was like, wait a second. Um, so to see all these little connections back to Return of the Jedi. And, and by the way, that's my favorite of, of, of the film. So for me, I'm like locked in anytime I see some some connection back to this epic moment where Luke walks in and faces down the one and only Jabba the Hutt. It's 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 a it's a big deal. But I felt like um I actually really like their use of flashbacks. Now, I know for some folks it's been confusing, right? Some folks are saying, "Hey, it's just like your your casual fan if you will is coming in going, "Where is this taking place? Is it is it after Return of the Jedi?" cuz there is that Sarlacc pit right there. Him coming out of the Sarlacc pit, I thought was was awesome in episode 1. So you are getting like we're, we're present time at post Mandalorian season two when we start the episodes. They all start that way. And then there's boom, a flashback in the back. And then tank. we're post. Yeah, I think technically we're not, you could argue some of it is still going on during Return of the Jedi. At, at 100%. 100%. Him coming out of the Sarlacc pit, the Tusken Raider bit, all this stuff that happens immediately afterwards is is happening, you know, right, right then and there. So, yeah, I... um. I, I think it's great, and I'm I'm loving, absolutely loving the fact that they they went back and they're showing us the backstory, you know for sure, for sure the back to, the back to story, yes the, ba- they are the back to story they are showing us the the back to story, yeah man um I love man I loved both of these episodes the, today's episode was especially great um I just it's it's so interesting too getting this this sort of I guess it's a it's not necessarily a different side of Boba Fett. It's just a side of Boba Fett that we've never seen before, at least in live action, because we haven't really seen that much Boba Fett in live action, to be entirely honest. And I love him sort of with this Tuscan tribe. And hey, we're finally turning the Tuscans into some pretty cool people rather than mm-hmm. just stealing shmi skywalker yeah and by the way i wanted to mention to you don't forget they did steal her i don't know like there's different tribes right so th- this episode was titled the tribes of tatooine and just these different factions whatever because there's something there i mean they 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 did steal her and i was just sort of like now these tuscans are different right and they don't kill necessarily is something that was mentioned i have to go back and look at the dialogue but um yeah just just crazy we are still gonna have to figure out exactly because it feels like he was with that tribe that tribe for five years right because Um, in episode two of the mandalorian when we see him now he could just have that stuff and he's still been trying to track down his armor we don't necessarily know what he's been doing we're gonna get some of that do you think do you think we will actually do you think we're going to get the cuz in the trailers we see him going back and and getting his ship and it seems like he would have had, he would have he obviously steals his ship then appears in the episodes of the Mandalorian then goes back and kills Bib or as I'm uh dubbing him now Big Fortuna cuz that's you know the difference between Bib Fortuna and Big Fortuna Yeah yeah well that was kind of interesting they're bringing in the the idea that the what do they call it? The major domo or the or the or the right. uh, daimo or whatever, whatever. Daimo, it's called. Yeah. 
Yeah, like they're carried in. And actually, it, uh, they were saying, I, I was reading some theories and thoughts that like Bib Fortuna, the reason he got so big was simply because he took on that role of being fed and pampered and carried in and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's really cool to see them explain all of this stuff and explain how, um, you know, there's this vacuum of power is there. Who fills it? The hierarchy, I guess, of these crime lords and the syndicate, and especially on, on Tatooine, we're getting you know more um, context and just understanding of, of how it all works. Because you've got this other uh, Madam Madam Garza, you know, you, you like like seeing, I guess, like her establishment under the protection of Boba Fett or Jabba the Hutt or whatever. That's all interesting too, just to, just to understand that they have sort of a relationship. There's some sort of working working relationship there, and I don't know. And and Max Max Rebo's in in the midst of all of it, right? Max Rebo is somehow Max Rebo has returned. Okay, he's in Max Rebo has now been has now appeared in two episodes, by the way, of Bo- Boba Fett. Right. Um, yeah. So that that's been wild to me. And I my question too was was like, how did he and Bib get off of the freaking sail barge? That's a probably that again is a story for another time, I guess. Uh, but what the heck, man? They they I, you said it episodes ago. We're not looking at the Bib Fortuna. It's Bib Fortuna, right? The, the, and then you've got it could Max be Max Rebo. Rebo. Yeah. Like Luke, right? The clone yeah. of Luke. I mean, we're getting into cloning technology right now. It could be Max Rebo. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I don't know. Quick. So, yeah. so real quick on Bib Fortuna, because I was, I've been thinking about this all day after watching the episode, is why are, why are the twins? coming in i mean bib fortuna has been there for five years and now they're coming in that bib Fortuna's dead do you think they were sort of okay with bib fortuna ruling or they were or sort of like he was they viewed him as their puppet and now that he's been killed it's like okay we got to go down there and straighten things out yeah i i totally think so i think the word has gotten out maybe it was max rebo who let everybody freaking know <laughs> that like boba fett is <laughs> is is in town i kind of i can see him being this little informant like letting people know hey he killed he killed bib and the twins are like ah well crap okay because boba explains it that uh they're dealing with stuff on nahata the the debauchery or whatever the debauchery all this kind of stuff going on something's happening there and they should be occupied with that but no madam madam garza says they're here and and they're here to lay claim to his seat and I, for sure i think it was bib fortuna was was still just like hey i'll just sit here and chill out and be pampered and it's it's whatever hold this over until the huts came and then he would have stepped down and just given i think given up the seat actually but i mean you're talking five years i feel like they would have shown up at, at one point in five years i know i know that that is i think of... they maybe were just okay with him sitting there because yeah. he was like hey i'll just keep doing what java was doing and they're like okay but basically we're in charge you answer to us but keep it. Uh, um, Phoenix said today that you can't just kill him; you need permission. Right, right, exactly. So what's up with that? Like, who from who from other huts or from the from the hut council other, or something? other no other crime syndicates? So there really? must be some. So I think there's still at this point some overarching crime syndicate leader, and who knows? Maybe it's going to be Kira. Oh my God, that would be freaking sick. Because if you look at the comics, we're still building up the Crimson Dawn in the comics 
Crimson Rain is still going on and we haven't seen it shut down yet. So that would sort of put us in a position of just a few years later that could explain a heck of a lot. Right. Right. It would. Um, and this is interesting because we don't really know where, where that whole Kira comic and everything is, is going exactly. Uh, and that's been a really weird, if you look at that comic, she's actually, it's a hollow, it's a hologram and it's like showing it's flashing back to explain the story of Han Solo's capture and what happened in her war with the other crime syndicates and, basically trying to kill Palpatine. Is she still around? Is she not? Or some of her remnants? Cause we thought those guys that were in today's episode, what were the, um, God, there was assassins of the black Were they assassins of the of black the night. Sun? No, of the, 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 the night wind. It was right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, uh, I got, uh, the, Oh, the order of the night wind. Here we go. I got a tab pulled up here on them. Um, and yeah, Infinic just kind of says they're more. Yeah. So the order of the night wind, uh, known just as the Nightwind, was an order of assassins that was located in Hut space. Uh, they were employed by the twins, a pair of Hut crime lord siblings. They used the Nightwind assassins to ambush and attempt to execute uh, Boba Fett, but they failed. So that's so there, so that's a new that's a new thing. Yeah, new the thing. order of the order of the Nightwind is not in Legends. Right? No, no, no. There is a there is a ship called the Nightwind somewhere. Um, that that was pretty cool but yeah that's that's all we that's all we really know about um right about and we did see boba fett when he's in his flashback working with the uh working with the tuscans is they take down a pike spice train yes they do so the pikes are here on tatooine or at least they're here the well the pikes would have had to have been here how how I guess I don't know how long he's he's been there with them, but I, I mean I would have I would imagine what we saw today, it feels like he's at this point been with them for at least weeks, certainly more than days. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And so let me ask you, that's a really interesting point. The the Pike Syndicate is running spice and they're running spice. Do you think they had an operation set up? While Jabba was in power, or like Jabba I, goes down and they started running spice, like that would be within days. Because yeah, this is that would th- th- for them to get that going, that would have to be within days of right, right. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that's I what think, I, I'm I think that's just... I think that's new because it seems like Boba Fett's even Boba Fett is like this is weird. Uh, yeah, which is fine. I actually would be okay if they said, hey, you know what? There's a power vacuum, and they immediately came in as a supplier, and it was just a – there's not like a real full-fledged operation going on because, again, it's Tatooine. It's way out there. But if there's a, a profit to be made, the, the, the pikes are out running running freaking spice. And so, yeah, and that is right after uh, his his death. And, yeah, again, it could be weeks. Like you said, it might only take a couple weeks for them to get out there and, and, um, and get that operation up and running. So – um, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, definitely interesting here. A comment here. Anthony, YouTube fan, says, uh, Hyperspace Hangout, supposedly the reason permission is required to take out a hut is because of the shaky legal agreements between the huts and the New Republic. Hey, Anthony, if that's the case, I don't trust the New Republic, okay? Look, either you stand for something or you don't. This whole shaky relationship with the huts, I'm telling you, it's, it's something it, – the, the Empire – Again, he had a, this, this, I guess as long as the huts, 
they did their thing that they were uh, Palpatine knew of these crime syndicates. They had their purpose. Uh, the chaos that Kira kind of is stirring up among them is really is really agitating him. And it's time to kind of bring order to some of that with Vader. But yeah, if the Republic is dealing with the huts, not a good thing, not a good image, I would say. Right. And we still don't know a whole lot about the new Republic. We know we see because we see the new Republic and Mandalorian, and this is obviously at the same time. Remember, keep this in mind, right? Um, I always forget the name of the planet they're on in Mandalorian, where Grief Karga is. Um, oh, um, regardless, I, um, yeah. blanking on it right now. But remember, he's saying, "Hey, we don't want the New Republic here. We're yeah, out of no. rim." And Tatooine's the same thing, right? Right? Yeah, Tatooine is the same. And so, I definitely don't think they would. It's like, what are they going to let the huts run? Navarro run this is the planet is the Navarro. Planet on. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Intr- I'm, by the way, I, I, before we move off of this whole hut conversation, is anybody else like pumped and stoked that we actually got huts? I was like leading into this. I was like, please, you you can't have like you can't not bring the or, or reference the huts or bring them up or talk about them. So to me, that was really cool to see them. Uh, bring in Jabba's cousins and just just have huts on screen again. It was great. And so do you think Boba I think Boba Fett's gonna kill him by the end? Well, and yeah. Yeah. You either kill them or beat their gladiator, which which we can talk about that. I mean the Wookiee that shows up. Right. Uh black black Carsantin. That was that was cool. And, and just just for folks, um when I saw this guy, I knew instantly. I got my book right here. I got the Doctor Afra um, cover, so and I, I knew I had seen him before somewhere. I didn't really know much about him because I haven't really got a chance to read a lot of this stuff. But I knew he'd been around. I'd seen snippets from comics, and I knew I, I should recognize uh, him. And I was just sort of like, "Wow, they're they're again deep cutting here, just bringing in folks that are out of the comics and and out of po- we got video game theories coming up here in a little bit. Connections, to possibly some." Some mad stuff. And it's he wild. he is a he's new essentially. He he is he's only existed since Disney, right? Yeah. He's yeah. he's all he's Disney canon in the comics. Yeah. yeah, he's in he's in a lot of the Doctor Afra. He's in almost right. wow, like a, a lot of the Doctor Afra comics. Right, right. I, it, I think he w- first shows up when Vader is looking for um, two bounty hunters from Jabba. He wants his best two, and it's Boba Fett. And 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 black um, uh, black black Carsantin. So yeah, you know, that's... yeah, you're black Carsantin, the infamous Wookiee bounty hunter. Um, I've heard of you, and I know why you were forced to leave Kashyyyk, and how you've disgraced your people ever since. Jabba hired you, didn't he? Obi Wan Kenobi to black Carsantin. Wow, you know Obi Wan is a little harsh. I don't know, it, it, you know, he's yeah. He does get he does, lead, he does he does he does try to track Obi-Wan at one point. Yeah, yeah, he's he's hired and then he, yeah. he's hired he's hired by he's hired by uh uh yeah, he's hired by uh Jabba. This is around roughly 10 BBY, which by the way is roughly the same time that the Obi-Wan series is supposed to take place. So who knows? Maybe we'll see him in the Obi-Wan series. God, that they just sick. brought him they just brought him in live action. Right. Um, Why not? Yeah, he's yeah, yeah he's yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Um, then he then he's hired by Vader at one point. Yeah. Then he works for Doctor Afra. Yeah. Yeah. Pr- pretty cool stuff. And then now he's working for 
um, the twins. And so he's known for working with the huts and is, is a good bounty hunter and is, is epic. So the fact that there's this, this showdown, I think people are like, something's going to happen between those two. Right. Yeah. And this is, this actually is a theory that's going around today. Got a comment here um, from homeworking primate says, I'm guessing uh, BK and Bosk don't get on too good. So that might be a reason for Boba to bring him in. Yeah. That was a, uh, Star Wars Theory was talking about that today, too, saying I think he said he thinks that they're going to have a showdown between Bosk and, and maybe BK later, which is awesome. So are, is so the idea is then that wait, Bosk would team up where Boba might bring in Bosk to, 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 to help him take on. Uh, wow, that'd be huge that maybe he's that big of a deal. And also Boba is, you know, he's going to the back to tank quite a bit. And he needs Fennec. He needs help to get in there. He's got the Gamorrean guards helping him in. I think he's lost, not lost a step, but I think, again, he's 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 been in the Sarlacc. Like he had a lot of recovery, and he went through a harsh time. And he's still and Boba's still bust. Uh, he's still recovering. Yeah. So he's, it, st he's still recovering with his with the back to tank. I mean, again, even even a subpar Boba Fett is is one of the most dominant individuals in the galaxy, but. Yeah, bring in bring in somebody like Bosk, which is cool. We've already seen we've already seen the Transdosians there, right? We've already seen them show up and and kind of pay tribute a little bit uh, to him. So, yeah, that's going to be huge when they roll Bosk in on this. It's going to be huge, and this is exactly what we wanted, Matt. We wanted these things. We wanted these connections to comic book characters, to video game characters. Bosk, Dengar, bring them all in. It, it matters. It's it's freaking it's freaking cool. I've been I mean, I talked about it a few episodes ago talking about just like the Mandalorian armor. Uh, I saw some other content creators talking about this book and just sort of what happened to Boba Fett and Legends and trying to piece some of this together. They're making a whole new story and they're just pulling from different places. And it's it's great. It's awesome. It's yeah. it's it's so much fun. This book of Boba Fett has been so much fun. Um Man, you know, I'm also hoping out of this thing we get a Phoenix story because she she can, she was only in a little bit of it today, but every second she's in, I just want more and more. Yeah, she's really good. She's really good. Um, I, I think it was was it episode one where she's introduced by Boba as like a master assassin, mm -hmm. I think, or something. And I just thought that was totally hilarious because he's it's like it's like a cred uh, for her, just like I don't know. She she's she's cool. I want to see her do more, and I, I know we're gonna see more of that but she's got his back do you think in the flashbacks we're going to get some of him him helping her yes fennec yeah yeah okay. i do i do at some point get that now keep in mind other things we saw so we'll get to the lizard vision today that was crazy and weird um but he's he keeps seeing camino he does yeah that keeps coming up and the only thing i can think of is I think we're I think I think he knows I think he knows about Omega. Wow. Wow. Do you think that's like the final thing? Is like maybe the end credit scene is it's like him and like with a live action Omega maybe or I'm something just... or they reference it to it or something. Yeah, or what else? I mean, why keep doing the little Cuz that's where he grew up maybe and he's thinking about because remember when his dad flies off to Camino, when his dad flies off Camino and he goes with him, that's the last time he's he's alive. Yeah, yeah. And so I think it was in this episode or was it last where we see he's standing at the window and he's watching 
uh, his father fly away at one point and just just thinking about that which is why is he thinking about that so much this there's something yeah and remember he he, he we saw the, the flashback to we saw the flashback to you know uh episode two attack of the clones and it's great. I'm loving I'm loving this Boba Fett because you know, when we think of Boba Fett, we just think of this like super hardened guy, but here you're watching him you're like he's a like you know, when you when you when you think of Boba Fett in his original context, he's just a bounty hunter, he goes and gets Han Solo. He's like a villain. Yeah. That's that's his that's his initial time on screen is to be a villain and he's just evolved and morphed into so much more than that. And I just like I loved this episode because I loved seeing him training with oh. the Tuscans and like helping them and being part of the thing. And, hey, we're going to stop this train. And um, then they when they're doing he they give him the lizard and he's like, oh, you're going to give me a gift. Thank you. Uh, and then we then he goes on like Ooh. this spiritual journey. Yeah. And gets his gaffy stick and he's like with them and he's learning their ways and carving. And by the way, you can tell. And it's so great. Tamora Morrison is just so locked in on all this stuff because oh he's like all God. about this stuff. Like the yeah. I, I forget what his nationality is, um, but he's he's like yeah. all in like Maui or like right, uh, yeah, kind of like like yeah, like they, they do a lot because that whole scene around the fire where they're kind of doing doing like uh, like, like motions and like chants and jabs and uh, gestures and stuff. It, it seemed really really cool, and it seemed like it was something tied to um yeah which is which, which is awesome he's like his facial expressions too he's definitely got that like like quivering rage his like face is shaking and he's like yeah. bringing the gappy stick down and yeah and yeah he's from yeah he's from he's from like an island of new zealand right i mean it's okay. like yeah 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 man but That's he's cool. in but i mean he's in he's into all this like you know that that kind of stuff and this just is so cool so cool man yeah, I think if you ever seen the, I think it's a rugby team, um, the All Blacks or whatever. They do, I forget what it's called, but they do this big ceremony at the, at the where they where they all like get down and they sidestep and they pound their chest and they yell and it's it's the whole thing and it's it's really freaking cool and it's part of his culture and I think that's just something that that he's kind of brought to the the character a little bit and it's neat. It's really neat. Yeah. Uh, comment from Ryan here uh, said that they're making him very likable in this series. I wonder if he'll play a big part in Mandalorian next season. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, well, and man, they're just tying. There's something we'll save it for our predictions at the end here and some of the bigger stuff. They're tying in some pretty awesome, like force mystic something. There's like a lower level. I don't know how to explain this. Okay. But it's, it's like in the Mandalorian, we've got the likes of like Grogu and big force stuff, Ahsoka, big force time users. Right. But there's a lower tier, like the, like the beer, like the, like the, like the B level sort of um, like it's it, the I, force, but they like think it's magic. Yeah. And it's like, it's like the Ewoks have it. Um, you know, like, like low gray uses it. You have the night sisters. Uh, they, they use it. P people have it. You have, um, other lower level people who are not like big epic masters i feel like that's what they're gonna show us a glimpse of that there's other people who can use this that are it's on a smaller scale lower level but it's gonna fit in i mean you had more uh what's her name morgan elsbeth or whatever who was fighting ahsoka like again a lower level boss or like a mid-level boss 
who is I, I feel like something like that's going to going to crop up here. I mean, the fact that they did the whole Tuscan Raider, like th their tribes, their ancient heritage, that there were once oceans here on Tatooine. They were talking about that. They, they made connections to whatever the freaking lizard is causes some sort of crazy dream. Like what that was, was that was that was awesome. That was awesome. And I was just I was like, like, I was like, oh, they're giving him a lizard. Like what? And he's like, OK, whatever. He's like, right. and it just shoots into his nose. And you're like, what is going on? Right. Right. Do they all go through that? You know, like well, there's so many questions. Like, is that so a rite of right. passage or um, and, and it took also, him. Also, can we talk about the the Tuscan that's like that's like he's training with and fighting with? Because they haven't named that Tuscan yet, but that person is a boss like so <laughs> i heard and today i was i was i was listening i was scouring a lot of people saying it might be a it might be a female female no yeah i think that's cool i think that's awesome me too yeah um i don't know if, if if we're gonna hear any more like if we're gonna get if we're gonna get i think we're, i think we're gonna learn the identity of that person or it's gonna be someone who maybe not someone in particular I, people were talking uh, like about fennec at one point but i'm like nah it's not something like that um no but yeah it, it is it is a female and that that female could be significant because there's been other people who have hidden in plain sight among the tuscan raiders like darth crate for example in the comics was a was someone who like was uh, was among the tuscans and is an ancient like dark you know sith lord who rises to power again and all this kind of stuff inhabits somebody else and so i mean People were just people were saying there's a whole Darth Crate theory out there right now that the leader, not the guy that or not the female Tuscan Raider that he's fighting, but the one who is like representing the clan. It people are speculating could be a possible Darth Crate or something like hiding in plain sight. Wow. And that's the kind of stuff that I'm like, dude, they could that's be like going super deep level. The, but but the fact that they're even laying like a thread where that could be a possibility is it shows you that they're ready to hit a home run. And, and um, Rodriguez talked about this, like just in, in developing the show and, and overseeing some of this stuff that they're playing with big pieces and, and, and they're, they're doing some really fun stuff. So yeah, Matt's going to talk at the end of the episode, by the way, about, about some really cool predictions and connections to video games that are, that are, that are happening. Well, well, I think we can, I think we can probably talk about one right now because I think it does kind of move into some of the. So I mean, I guess, it, or we can wait, we can hold off and wait on that for a second, and we can talk a little bit more uh, just about today's today's episode. But we have a bunch of questions we need to uh, yeah. we need to get to and 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 start answering too. As um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's there's it's it's so crazy because it's like every new piece we get, every new episode of The Mandalorian, every new episode of Book of Boba Fett. It's just they it raises more questions mm -hmm. than really provides us with answers, and that's when you know you're doing it right. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Okay. So uh, let me just pose so, so some things that I'm thinking about, and this might kind of drift into some of these things might turn into some predictions. We'll do a whole predictions thing here uh, at, at, at the end. But like, what is going on? So the whole idea here is that we're in Moss Espa and it's all about establishing his domain. Like Boba Fett is trying to, to establish himself here as, as, as the leader. And you've got the mayor who didn't send these assassins. The twins are in town. Madam Garza, th this was my question. Like, 
what is her role? Like what, what, what is her, like she in all of this is, is I think going to be a big deal because she's running too. this Katina and she's got this, like the band is in there. She's got Max Freebo <laughs> lined up. She She's well, and you and I were talking and you and I were talking about this before we started is. Um, in Mandalorian, we see most Isley. And remember yeah. most Isley, every, everything before the Mandalorian and, you know, Star Wars and then or a new hope. And then you go back to episode one and two and most Isley's like packed hopping. Now it seems like, no, it's most Espa. Right. Well, I, th- I think it could have something to do with uh, Madame Garza, by the way, she seems to be running a pretty awesome establishment there. Good music. She's allowing droids in, which they did not do. Re- remember in, in new hope, your droids right. outside, you know, we, we, well, we, don't, you know, we Han, don't allow their kind in here. Han shot, Han shot Greedo in there and, yeah, things were getting out of control. I mean, Obi Wan like, was Obi Wan cut some people's hands off. I mean, what's dude, going on? In yeah, there? <laughs> at some point you got to. Sh- I mean, it's just it's just not safe to be in there, you know, anymore. It's like a little bit of like a, a skirmish here and there, but people are dying. You know, like they're like, all right, look, let's go to Mos Espa where at least we can, you know, pretend to be at each other's throats. We haven't seen anybody die yet, so. Um, oh, well, the main we saw those assassins died. Yeah. Yeah, so this is good. Um, Alex throws in here. I bet she's going to be a main antagonist. She could actually be the mayor. Well, again, and then but and then that other person is just sort of. Yeah, yeah. So so here's the thing. What what they've done really well um, with the Nightwind coming in here and saying, oh, yeah, this is this is connected to the mayor. The mayor is like, no, go to madam garza madam garza is like no look over here they've got you bouncing around between leaders and political people saying who's really in charge and who's really uh moving the pieces is it really the twins right. is it the huts yeah and the mayor rem- remember the, the, the mayor gives boba fett some advice says i think you should go back to your cantina and see what's going on in there right and then all she says was you haven't heard about the twins and then you hear the beating of the drums and in they in they roll, and I think it's like I don't know. Someone had to tell the twins, like word got out that Bib Fortuna is dead. Now it was either Max Rebo or it was Madame Garza. <laughs> Max Rebo, straight up, it was one of those two. Because I'm telling you, Max and Bib Fortuna were on the sail barge, and they were like this. I mean, I mean, don't count it out though. But I mean, in all seriousness, Max Rebo is a big deal. Okay, I mean, <laughs> I know, I know. Matt's designing a poster where Max Rebo is behind everything. It's like that Palpatine might, right. silhouette. Take him out. It's Max Rebo, and he's behind everything. Crazy, freaking nuts. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's my my bigger question to folks is like really looking at the at the politics here. Who is behind stuff? Because we mentioned Kira, we we mentioned um the connection to see. Like Boba Fett in this in this in this one episode basically said to the Pikes, hey, knock it off. This is Tuscan territory. This is their ancestral territory. Pay tribute to them. And then now he's like going back in, into the main town and saying, OK, like pay tribute to me. And I think there's going to be some sort of um, it's all about balance and, and kind of respecting boundaries and territory and and, and power. uh groups and stuff so i I just it's really interesting to me that the tuscans are in boba fett's mind as he goes about his political endeavors or 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 whatever here so 
I mean, I'm just gonna say he was he's on the sail barge. Right there, he is. Matt pulled up. Uh, and uh, Max he, and then they've shown him not once but twice. Right. If he's in a third episode in a row, uh, something's up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. First of all, like, what if like we get through eight episodes and in every episode there's Max in the back, just like, you know, looking. I at, mean, yeah, Darth Revo. Keep, okay. Keep the. I mean, keep this in mind. Okay. Max Revo has has is is there witnessing major events in Star Wars. He's yeah. there when Luke Skywalker walks in. He's there when Princess Leia is in the slave costume. Yes. He's there when Luke gets dropped into the Rancor pit. Yep. He's on he's on the sail barge. Right. When Jabba is killed and Boba Fett is knocked into the Sarlacc pit. I'm surprised Boba Fett doesn't walk up to him and say, hey, you should have helped me get out of that Sarlacc pit. Well, buddy, here's the thing. I'm waiting for a flashback where Boba is like crawling through the sand. He just got out of the Sarlacc pit and over one of the sand dunes is Max Rebo peeking over, like looking at him going like, I see you down there. I mean, this is crazy. So uh, it's, it's 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 insane. But I'm I mean, just saying, remember what George Lucas said? Oh, you see Yoda. Oh, and he's like this weird little guy. He's annoying. And he turns right. out to be a great Jedi master. And then right. he said that, and then Jar Jar Binks was supposed to be the key to everything. And right. Jar Jar Binks probably was going to be some sort of Sith Lord or something. And then the fans hated him. Yeah. And Dave Filoni, who is the George Lucas, like, you know, protege, he uses the George Lucas blueprint, which is why his Star Wars stuff is, you know, better than JJ's uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and Ryan Johnson's is he's using the George Lucas Star Wars formula and he keeps teasing him. Well, and, and that's the thing, dude, is that like in Star Wars, you have the idea, this, <laughs> this idea that um, we like people aren't who we think they are uh, for like things happen from a certain point of view. And, and you have like, I, like secret identities possibly. So I, now it may not be, we're getting, getting kind of, you know, crazy here with the Mac Drebo stuff. But I feel like something like that is going to happen. I feel like there is someone in front of us, especially with the Tuscan Raiders, where we might have someone hiding right in front of us that's going to be like a major reveal or or something. They've from from where they're pulling the the source material, the comics, the video games, and, and stuff like this. These deep cuts, they've done that there. They've actually hidden people um, in in the with the Tuscan Raiders, and it's it's awesome. I'm I'm blanking on his name right now. Gosh. Uh, he was, oh gosh, he's a Jedi master. I'll look him up here in a second, but he hid right among them as well and, and, and like learned from them and stuff. So yeah, um, that's the kind of stuff they're doing, buddy. And I mean, how does he survive? Max Rebo? Yeah. I keep bringing it up. How did Bib Fortuna get off that thing? Well, he that wasn't thing... big. He wasn't big Fortuna at the time. Buddy, I, they all were on the sail barge. I have no I idea. I'm trying to find. A, I'm off. trying to find a picture of it just so I can show it. Well, um, there, I saw someone. I was looking up Max Rebo, uh, uh, you know, images, and there's one of him on the sail barge, and I about died. I was like, dude, I thought so. I thought he was on there, and sure enough, he's he's freaking there. So, yeah, um, yeah. Boom, got it right here. Let me let me get you, this. You found one. Let me let me get this pulled up here. Oh my God! Here we go. This will be good. Right there, right there he is. Right there. Okay. Look, I even got a a gift. Yeah, he's playing a (laughs) really. Oh my God, dude. Oh my God. 
Yeah, so Luke blows up Jabba's sail barge. Was Max on that? See, this is the thing. You and I talked about it before the show. I think there's a grand conspiracy going on in Mos Espa. Grand. And I don't know that any of these guys are are, are who, who we think they are. So there's it's a story for another time, maybe, or it's one that we need to be answered like ASAP because it's starting to get a little crazy. I mean, you show him once, it's okay, but you showed him twice. He's a regular with, with Madame yeah. Garza. So anyway, I mean, we Max, love Max, Revo. Revo. Max Revo has appeared in more episodes than Ahsoka. Of these, that's true. Of the of the Mandalorian, that's true. That. that is true. My God, he's a big <laughs> he's a big deal. He's a big deal, and that's the thing. If we start seeing him in other stuff, that's where I he's, gotta pay attention. He's in more episodes than Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. God dang. So anyway, there's you guys. Let us know what you think. Is is he actually? How did he get off the sail barge? What's his, what's his role? Is he an informant? Is he the one talking to the huts? You know, uh, all that stuff. Because really, that's that's a question to be answered. Like, like who did inform the twins? I mean, I get that. Like, when Jabba dies, the galaxy knows about it. It's a, it's a space vacuum, or it's a vacuum of, of well, whatever. We're talking about five years. I know. And then and you're right. You're totally right that Bib Fortuna was... See, since he was kind of um, already the the mouthpiece or whatever, or, or the front man for, for a lot of Jabba's stuff, that's fine. They, they know him. They have relations with him. Bobo worked for different people too, though. I don't think, I mean, he wasn't just solely working for Jabba. Um, so yeah, I feel like it's they they don't know. The other know. thing is we don't know. We don't know, and this is why we're getting a little bit of the comics, is what is actually the power structure look like when Jabba dies. Because mm-hmm. that's why that's what this whole Crimson Rain comic is doing, is it's showing us because as far as we know, Darth Maul takes the whole thing over. I mean, in 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 like one episode of the Clone Wars, Darth Maul it's like goes here, kills people, goes here, kills people, shows up to Jabba and is like, "I'm in charge now." And Jabba's like, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so we yeah. don't know what the power structure looks like. This is why we're getting it. You go look at that Crimson Rain comic, and I'll try to pull it back up too. I mean, there's a look how huge that group is that Kira's talking to. Right. And that's during, you know, Empire Strikes Back and stuff like that when they're trying to take it down. I mean, it's it's really gotten out. Well, and that's where I'm hoping like that this does expand. And and so the fact that the pikes were in this was was really cool and that we get to see that syndicate represented. Um, We see stuff locally on on Mos Espa, which is fine. Uh, The Transdosians that they've been represented. Uh, You had the Aqualish was was there. I don't really know what uh, went on how that really is, is, is going to tie in much. But then what I'm looking forward to is like, is there going to be a black sun kind of, uh, you know, connection? Is there going to be a crimson dawn uh, 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 connection in here? And th- the fact that the huts were here, that the twins are on like huts are back is a big freaking deal. And that, that is the big missing piece. That's like the huts are gangsters. We learned that in episode one. All right. You can't take a royal highness there. The huts are gangsters, right? I mean, that's just that's that's a known thing. And so they're the big gangsters. And like I again, and actually, you, you brought up this this comic here, and Matt's uh, displaying it on the screen, of course, over on YouTube. Um, we don't the the huts haven't been mentioned yet in this, as far as I know. As far as I know, um, I've seen some editions where uh, uh, Jabba has gone 
before the Hutt Council on Nahuda, and he's he's talking to them about you know what to do about Palpatine and, and different things. But right now, Kira's got the, her group um, is vast, and I don't I'm not sure how the Huts connect into this yet. But I'm hoping all of these different groups are like she's got the freaking Knights of Ren in there, man. I know, I know. Like so, the Knights of Ren are part of this crime order. The Knights, I mean, I'm not saying they're going to show up in Book of Boba, but I think, I also think, by the way, and this, we can talk, we can talk, we're going to talk about this later when we talk about Masters of Terrace Kasi, yeah. but it's a big deal, really. It really is. Right. And I think there's a reason they're showing us Boba Fett learning how to do sort of, you know, this hand to hand, using the gaffy stick combat. That. <laughs> God dang it, Matt! Absolutely, dude. You're you're so it's it's so it so fits into what you and I were talking about before the episode with Masters of, of Terrascasi, and then what Kira has learned, and then just the, just this whole arc that I think he's going to go on, and it goes into this minor subset of Force users or possibly lightsaber wielders and so on. Um, that I don't. It's, it's, the only part one is out for Crimson Rain, I think, right now, right? It, yeah. Part two is coming I don't, out. I don't. I don't. I don't after. Think part two is right. Book of Boba Fett, maybe. Well, so, I think it might be coming out in in like uh or during. Or so. Right. Okay. Okay. So so yeah, I mean, uh, that's that's going to be in, important, and I hope more of these. But they're but up. they're trying to they're trying to take on like the Sith. They're trying to take on Palpatine and Vader. Yeah, it, it, exactly. And it feels like a lot of this. If you scroll to the bottom of this, you'll see that this is Kira speaking to, to us in this comic book through some sort of backstory like a holo, like a holocron or something or a hologram or, or, or something from the archives mm -hmm. it's it's really strange how they're telling the story but you've got the pikes fighting black sun you've, you've got you got uh, right there we got black sun um re represented and and she's just trying to yeah cause cause some chaos stir up palpatine and get vader out and she wants to to fight him she says like she like i think the bond behind this whole group is that like we've all been used by the sith right and discarded and that's what kind of unites us there at the core of all so we have to go for them which is really interesting i never thought they would do something like that is that our five this no. is okay <laughs> but this Looks comic like is, this comic i think is a big deal and remember the comics that came before this, this whole arc, it, Crimson Rain is part of it, is the war, like the War of the Bounty Hunters. They're building this up. And I think what we're going to show is that really the Bounty Hunters sort of ultimately answer to the crime bosses. And the crime bosses are the ones who have the real power. And I mm -hmm. think that's why Boba Fett is taking over Jabba's, essentially, you know, I'm Bib Fortuna's, but Jabba's right. throne. And the mayor offers him this advice in this episode where he says, you know, hey, you know, uh, this is totally different than bounty hunting. Yeah. And he's, right, yeah. And he's and he says that because Boba Boba says, you know, I'm a I'm the crime boss. He's like, well, I've heard different because they keep referring to him as a bounty hunter. Right. And so it's a different arena that he's stepping into. And it's it's a whole right. different ball game up here. Uh, yeah. Which which Fennec does. And yeah, she's she's alluding to stuff that like, hey, we need permission to do these things. I mean, she seems to be. She's an assassin. So when it comes to killing people and taking high targets out, you got to have permission. She would know that kind of stuff. Um, and I'm sure Boba knows it to, to, to some degree as well. But yeah, it's it's a whole other thing. Um, 
they've got alliances. There's uh, yeah. As yeah. the syndicates went to war, Emperor Palpatine took notice. Well, right now there is no Emperor Palpatine. Right. Yeah. And and so I feel like what? Yeah. Right now, hmm. It's just real interest. It seems like almost like their J- job has been beat and. The empire is has been has been destroyed uh, essentially, or or beaten by Luke and the rebels, and now Boba Fett's claiming power, and other people are also trying to to make a play for power as well. So we just don't know who all is left over, and the story is is unfolding right in front of us with Boba Fett as as to as to which which groups are are, are around. I still want to know if the if the Zan consortium, uh, Tiber Zan is is still out there running around, you know from. Empire at War. I wouldn't be surprised if that makes a an, an appearance at some point. Some pirates. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, the the second one might actually be out now. Crimson Rain too. I'll I'll do a search for it. And if it's is out, it really? I'll... Yeah. Okay. That, that's that's cool. Um, it's next one. It's next one is the is the assassins. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So oh, we... February February second. So okay. it's gonna be it's gonna be into Book of Boba Fett when it comes out. Oh, really? I wonder if they've. I wonder if they've actually. Finnick, lined it. Finnick could Finnick could have been one of those assassins. Yeah, but you almost wonder if there's something in that edition that like needed to be dropped right. after Episode three or four. You know what I mean? I mean, who, who knows? Right. Would be- oh, well, I would. I would not put it past Disney because remember. We saw Baby Yoda, who was still Baby Yoda at the time, heal. Yeah, the same week we saw Rise of Skywalker, Rey. we yeah. saw Ray heal use Force yeah. healing, and we had, we hadn't. I mean, it had, yes, Force healing had existed before that, right. but it was never in like mainline stuff. Yeah, and so that was a cool that was a cool kind of uh, connection between the two. Not a coincidence, for sure. Definitely, definitely not a coincidence. Yeah. Which I which I like. That's 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 cool. So yeah, we'll have to pay attention to that and just just keep our eye on it and, and see which other groups and factions are going to be represented. The fact that um, uh, Black Black Carsantin is 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 in this and they're making that type of connection just shows me that they're they're paying attention to the comics and the comic books matter and and they're going to be in, in, important. So um, let me. Is it cool if I, I kind of shift us over to a different direction yes. here? Hundred okay. percent. So, uh, yeah, let me let me the big drop in this episode were two individuals from Tossie Station, Cammy yes. and Fixer. And I was like, this was cool. There's a group of Nikto that are taking over this this uh, cantina. And uh, we saw it in the trailer Boba Fett, his silhouette sh- showing up there and he just wrecks a few of them. And uh, and Fixer stands up to them. It's like this is not right. They're drinking from his his drink, eating his food, wrecking the place. And he's he's trying to stand up to him, but he's he's one guy versus a whole a whole group of these guys. And Boba goes in there and wrecks them. That was awesome. It was awesome. It really was awesome. And I keep bringing up that group of Nikto, just thinking like, is there other you know something's up with the Nikto and Grogu and and that whole Nick Nikto compound. But anyways. Cammy and Fixer are here. So clearly they stayed on Tatooine, uh, didn't go off and do anything. You know, Luke leaves and, and, and Biggs goes off and we know he dies in episode four. Uh, and Luke goes on to beat the empire, but Cammy, his friend Cammy, by the way, 
made an appearance in the last Jedi novelization. Uh, Jason Fry uh, had had the opening dialogue there was like Luke was having a vision of his wife and his wife was like Cammy. Like he had never left with with Obi-Wan. He had stayed and and had some grasp on the force. And Cammy was in some dream sequence that Luke had on Octo or Octo, uh, whichever you want to say. So that was that was kind of cool to see Cammy represented. And, and that's a deleted scene in episode four. And uh, I'm wondering, my friend, that's in the flashback. Right. So that's right after return or during the time of Return of the Jedi what happens to those two individuals? Do you think we're going to see him again? I, I do. I do. Right? I do think we'll see him again. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, this is, the, I mean, we're talking deep cuts. Now deep. That they're getting Matt, into. Deep. The fact that I care about Cammy and Fixer, I always thought they were cool. I always thought it was a, a cool little piece of, of star Wars. And, and Mark Hamill always talked about there, there was more females than just like Carrie Fisher. I mean, some of them were just got cut or, or were, were background folk. And, and you just didn't see, and it's 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 too bad that um her whole scene there at Tossie Station gets gets cut. But uh he likes to bring that up from time to time that they that they had this whole sequence. And I think it's really, really cool. And I'm trying to figure out like I, I don't know if they're just gonna represent some of the uh you know people there. Uh it, maybe it's like they are they're gonna be they're gonna be who the audience attaches to when the Nikto or other groups come in and they disrupt the life for people who live on Tatooine and Boba is starting to kind of realize that helping them and saves them and all that good stuff. I feel like that, that if they reappear again, it might be for that reason or to thank him. I don't know. I mean, I, you guys in the comments, let us know what you guys think. Do you think we're going to see Cammy and, and, and fix her again? I, were they just for one episode, one quick cameo? I don't know. I Maybe. feel like they should be, it, they could be. They could, because I'm trying to think, like, how would you weave them into the modern, like, nine years later? Are they still, they could, they're still around. They're yes. still around during the time, like, the modern day before the flashback. So that's a flashback where Boba goes back and saves them. But are they, like, could we see in The Mandalorian, for example, uh, Din Djarin pop in somewhere to Mos Espa, and there are Tashi Station or whatever, and there's freaking... Cammy and Fixer again. You have them. Cammy, the old woman that asked Ray who she is. Holy and, uh, no, she's, she's, she's that lady seems like she's like in her 90s. So that, that was <laughs> hey, time time 30 years. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Obi-Wan time, age timeline pretty time, roughly out there. Right. Timeline. So, oh, yeah, you're in the desert. You never know. But it could be dried up. <laughs> right. Well, uh, so yeah, I, those death sticks that hurts your skin. Right. I just thought it was really cool and I thought it was it was really neat to see them. And I don't know if people have any any greater kind of cami fixer um theories out there or how they how they're gonna play into this because it was in the flashback. I felt like if we would have seen it during the modern uh or, or the present day timeline, that would have been really cool. We still could. It, it's it's only eight it's only eight or nine years later, I think. Um or maybe maybe not even that long. I might even be no five, 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 five years. Yeah, five, five years. years well, after it they're in episode four, so it would be you're right, mm -hmm. it would be eight well, years later, but yeah, but in this, we just saw them, we just saw them in Return of the Jedi era, so it'd be right. it would be five, yeah, you're right. So, yeah, they, 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 it's not that's not that far away, and they could show up again. I, I hope they do. If you've got this, is what they said they were going to do. Dave Filoni and John Favreau said they were going to take those BC characters. Your big brother got the got the cool toys, and you had to make do with the Tuscan Raiders. 
And let me tell you, they are they're making creating, do, man. They're making, <laughs> they're, they're making doing a lot do. more than just making do. God, they are telling a story. And I, I freaking love it. And I, I don't know how you can not be in on this. So anyways, that was my, my, that was one of our big topics was, was just the cami fixture stuff. You guys leave us a comment. Let us know what you think about that. Any theories, any thoughts, um, moving into a couple other, uh, different avenues here. So the train heist, I just want to talk yes. about this because this was epic. Was I, great. I, dude, th- there's a whole training that goes into like, it's riding. hilarious. It's just like, <laughs> it's, it was hilarious. I mean, he's Boba sitting there. Go right. You, you also, how many bands did they lose? Stop. Dude, I, I pour one out. I'll, I'll drink to, to the lost. I think we Tuskins. saw like three or four Banthas lost. Yeah, the Banthas were going down. The Tuscan Raiders were going down. I mean, they those those pikes were. By the way, the yeah, there's a lot of shots coming from like the speeding train. But did you see when the Tuscans stepped up and they had their snipers posted over on the on the sand dunes way out further, and they're signaling the little the little youngling is signaling si- signaling with the light, and th- they start picking uh, Pike Syndicate members out from the train. Like the Tuscans started like long range gunning them down. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this is. This is sick, you know? Yeah. No, it was cool. And it was definitely a really sort of awesome scene to see. Uh, and it's like, you know, it feels big action, you know, episode. There was actually a lot of action in this episode, which was which is great. Because this is a long episode. This is like an hour. This is like 50-some minutes. Yeah. So it was cool. It was cool since last week's was like, you know, like 34 or something like that. Um, But to but to get this scene was awesome because then they're, they're firing. They're swooping in on the bikes. They're on top of it and then we take it down and then boba talks to those pikes and those pike syndicates and basically tells them off you have yeah. to you're gonna have to pay you have to pay these tuscans right which really is sort of his first move in taking over tatooine yeah yeah he's he's starting to he's starting to get in in um b- building his reputation again uh trying to to build some good standing with the tuscans realizing that that's a dangerous you know group that that has moved in takes them out says pay tribute also though has messed has has set the nikto because in the same sequence he went and got those speeder bikes from that nikto clan or group yes. gangsters uh set them in line came over so he's making waves right now he's definitely making waves um even if he's not being carried around on a freaking you know whatever right uh a thing like he's by by Gamorian guards, he still is is known on on Tatooine, and and it is is a big deal. It makes sense. Um, uh gosh, I know. Yeah, oh, what's his name? Um, the guy who gets Boba's armor, guy Cobb Vanth, right? Cobb Vanth. He he's he sets up shop, and and Pelimato has heard about a Mandalorian, and you can kind of connect. Like, there's there's some rumor that he's doing some stuff, making making some moves. But it is really cool that during all this time, he's Boba's actually been with the Tuscan Raiders doing all this stuff. Like, he's with them for a long time. For years. 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 So, <laughs> at least we think. Now, I have to go back and watch the episode. He, yeah, we, he might he might leave from for a little bit. Because, you know. No, in 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 I have to go back. I'm mean, gonna I have to go back and rewatch that first episode of season two of Mandalorian because some people were saying that you could see Boba Fett with the group, but I don't yeah. think you do. I think you just see him at the end. Yeah, you see him at the end. I also kind of believe even if he were with them, like I think he has enough leave 
and he's he's now he's now at the end of this episode we realize he's a member he has protected the younglings he's been given the the, the drink of water he's been given his own gaffy stick uh given the, the lizard, lizard the lizard <laughs> dream jesus Christ! i mean the 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 Tuskins are are killing me right now. I never thought I would care this much about a, a group of that, and that's that's the best thing about Dave Filoni and John yeah. Favreau is my God, man, they're just they're so good at making us care about things we thought we would never care about. Right. Well, because I told you, and I went back and, and was looking at the dialogue in this, and I'll try to pull it up here as as we're talking because they say something about there being different groups of Tuskins. Yeah, I think the reason they did that was so that we knew the group that captured Shmi we're allowed to still be upset at, okay? Yes. Because they were not treating Shmi well, and that was awful, right? And she's already had this whole life of of uh, slavery and, and being under the rule of the huts and all this kind of stuff. And Anakin, buddy, he goes in there, and, and he slaughtered them like animals. And, and, and not just the men, but the women. The women. And the children, <laughs> too. Like, I mean, he killed them all. So and, and, you know, and we'll talk about one individual later on who survived. The only member that survived that particular clan right. is coming up later in our in our podcast. But like that clan feels like a separate clan that had um, it, it feels very much like, you know, the rules for uh, like Native Americans, for example. Right. You had different um, a lot of different clans and they had very different like tribes. Yeah, tribes, excuse me. Which and, is the and, name of the episode, the tribes yeah. of Tatooine. Right, and they have different belief systems, slightly different customs, and, and and maybe rituals or sacrifices and things that they did. And it felt like that was mentioned in, in this episode, which was good, I guess. It felt like this 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 was a group that we could maybe, um, I don't know, that they were bad. I don't know, so they, were, they, were, they were better. I don't know, like... Yeah, the the Pikes liken them unto un, just they say they say the word I think savages in this like they thought they were just unsophisticated, uncivilized, you know, group of people and and Boba like gives them this technology, the speeders, and teaches them how to defend themselves and how to compete with the big machinery and and and, and those types of things, which was which was awesome. Um, so yeah, get, getting sort of into the the tribe here and learning about. This group was awesome. All in preparation for this big uh, showdown with the Pikes was really cool. A couple things here, man, because this is the kind of stuff that Dave Filoni, John Favreau, Rodriguez that they're, that they're doing. Okay, did you see the youngling with the rake who was covering their tracks? Okay, in Episode Four, Tuscan Raiders travel uh, single file. Uh, to, yes. to, to travel, to, to, to hide their tracks and they cover their tracks if they can. And I just was like, so he's with a, he's got a rake over there raking. Also, they're trying to find those, those water, uh, right. uh cups pods or whatever too. Or pods, eggs yeah. or whatever they are. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, man, that's attention to, to some detail. Like the fact and he tells, they, and he remember he tells the pikes too. Yeah. Single file. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. He tells them to walk and, and gives them their, their, yeah. Like you'll make it. Um, which is cool. He's re- he's trying to be fair. Like Respectful. Boba is, yeah, and he's he's starting to kind of say like, you, know, you still have a chance. Like how you answer is is my my question is going to matter. There's still a chance for life. He spares um, uh, the Gamorian guards in Episode One, which was which was cool to kind of show that he's a different type. They're of back. leader. Yeah, God, they are. 
Did you see how quick, by the way, that Gamorian was like on him with that knife, like uh, like ready to yes. take his head off? I was like, dude, don't mess with the Gamorians. By the way, they've lost a little bit of weight. They're looking good. Maybe a little, a little thin. They're looking good. I think. They're well, looking I mean, good. they're not getting fed all sorts of stuff because you know Java's not there anymore. By the way, the Rancor, we didn't talk about. Yeah, it, the Rancor. We're gonna feed you to the Rancor. Like, he gets dropped in there. Yeah, yeah. You can see a stone too. There's a big stone right that Luke threw. What? I didn't see. I can yeah. look. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, that's that's freaking awesome. But yeah, because I was thinking like, oh my god, did they replace the Rancor or did they? Is that's what I thought just... too. Maybe if they got a new one, right? But that means Bib didn't have one, right? No, no. Sorry, what Bib, did Bib was... for? What did Nothing. Bib Fortuna do? Nothing, Matt. Oh, I He's... mean, literally. I mean, seriously. The, the place is empty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why they didn't care because they actually feel like, uh oh, Boba Fett's going to actually do something. Exactly. Exactly. See, I think they're, I, we're going to get into, because I don't want to miss this point that in the episode, the Huts have something going on on Nal Hutta. There's a reason the twins haven't been able to come out yet. And the only reason they came out was because of Boba Fett. Because I bet you year by year, month by month, they checked in on Tatooine. They checked in with Bib Fortuna. All right, cool. He's still in power. All is good. Let's deal with our, our stuff here, and then we'll move out there and, 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 and all as well. Because, yeah, that was that's it's strange that they didn't come out before, and now they're they're interested. It's because Boba's going to do stuff. He's going to make he's going to make some changes. So yeah, yeah. Ah, <sighs> Lord, I love yes. it. It's Star Wars. You know, I mean, it's 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 the best. Yeah. yeah it, it um, really okay, let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, kind of going forward as well as I want to bring this in uh, and talk a little bit about uh, some characters that we may end up seeing as. Yeah. So the big one here is uh, this character right here. This is in the trailer for the Book of Boba Fett Throne. Yeah. Right. And we've all been talking about who is this person. I think uh, and some other people think it's Arden Lynn who's a character who appears in the video game Star Wars Masters of Terras Kasi, which I reviewed, by the way, over on my gaming YouTube channel at Super Games Bros. Yeah. Um, and there's a Tusken Raider who appears in that game as well, named Hor, and he um, ends up becoming canonized later on before Disney canon, because a lot of the people who were serious star wars writers back in the day including pablo hidalgo were all fans of that video game and yeah. that's where this character i believe i believe is the character arden lynn um if you look at the look here you got the the dark hair the robotic arm she uh if it is arden lynn arden is a hand of the emperor she's a dark uh she has force powers she doesn't necessarily fight with a lightsaber um, she is a master of Terrace Kasi, which is that hand to hand fighting combat that was created so that people could basically fight Jedi. You would be mm -hmm. so skilled in some form of combat, sort of, you know, martial arts combat that you would be able to take on Jedi. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a character in the game, Star Wars Masters of Terrace Kasi. Um, and I'll actually I'll pull up gameplay footage of it uh, as well, just so yeah. we can kind of have just so I can 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 show people what i'm talking about um that uh you know it's this game i think it's a big deal man it all because yeah, no. it all yeah. it all it all ties in here 
And right. there's a character, there's a character in here named Whore, who's a who's a Tuscan Raider, who was later canonized as the he survived the attack from Anakin. Here he yeah. is. Um, unfortunately, I was using Darth Vader, so I was I was wrecking him here. Right. But um, anyway, he is a, he becomes a master of Terrace Kasi and he uses this gap. He's like, and then later in like a comic and stuff, he goes on to beat beat and fight Luke Skywalker. Yeah. So this is wild. I'm not going to lie to you. When when you showed me the clip of what could be this this Arden Lynn uh, character. And yeah, the, she's and on the cover. And, yeah. Well, because it's so when you think of Masters of of of, of Terrace Kasi and you think of like who it was connected to in, in film, it was it was um, Kira. Right. Kira. Right. And Kira is now like connected to all of these different crime syndicates. And, and here we go. We have an image of a girl who has the same kind of like. I mean, here's Arden Lynn in the game. Right. Right, and she got that arm, right? She's got that like, right. uh, what you know, some cybernetic, some robotic rock, yeah, yeah. And we see a girl who who has that in one of the uh, uh, promotional pieces for the book of Boba Fett. So she's in it. I'm pretty sure, and I'm I'm almost I think I'm with everyone on the idea that that is who this who this is. Now the bigger question is: in this very game, you brought up to me that this character, this Tuscan Raider named Hor, is in it. The fact that yeah. he's in it and he's just this random uh, uh, guy who, who could have who, – who becomes actually, as, as far as I've read up on Wikipedia here, has become a student or does become a student of Arden Lynn and learns and what? Takes us back to the tribe or, or gives it to other Tuscans. I, when you make the connections between this game and, and some of these characters and how they could fit into the Book of Boba Fett, buddy, right. we've got people doing hand-to-hand combat stuff that's pretty – interesting whoever boba fett is fighting and is 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 a female uh you could take it a different a couple different ways but i mean who are these people that he's that he's with and and who is this arden lynn person and how is she gonna fit in right well and exactly and i look at i look at the other character the character whore right who's here on here on the screen and on youtube um and goes on to be able to fight jedi right with this with this gaffy stick and then he actually in in his stories that he he's in and again this is only because star wars writers at the time were fans of this game as a kid and some of these people include like pablo hidalgo who are obviously still very involved in story group go on uh, i mean this game has been referenced a lot it's in solo yeah, that, yeah. that's the only time the, you know the idea of, of terrace kasi was even created and so now we're getting the story where boba fett is training uh, to become sort of a Tuscan Raider with the gaffy stick and learn how to fight with it. And we just saw Mando, you know, Din Djarin get this uh, Beskar spear. So now, I mean, Boba Fett may not use a gaffy stick. He may get Beskar or something. And we're going to see him in sort of hand-to-hand combat with people or, you know, martial arts, you know, maybe take on people with swords and stuff like that. Yeah, and I think the, the fact that, because um, it's always been like, if there's not other dark jedi or sith or whatever who's gonna fight some of these individuals or if, if if a dark jedi does show up or a sith lord or 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 an acolyte or whatever whoever um how, how do people like mando or or boba fett or others fight uh, a lightsaber user or whatever and yeah this yeah. is this is awesome yeah there he was on the on the speeder bike there's right? it was a speeder which we just saw boba fett Jeezy. give the speeders cheesy cow okay that's too much I, that's 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 too much of a well here's a man. here's another character by the way i talked about um and we're going to do a full thing on this a character who shows up in this game but had appeared in comics is a character named jodo cast and yep. we're going to do a full a full thing on him jodo cast is this guy who proclaims himself to be boba fett 
and he yeah. travels around and pretends to be him. And then Boba ultimately tracks him down and kills him. But the whole deal is he's able to say, I'm the bounty hunter Boba Fett after Boba falls into the Sarlacc pit. And yeah. it's like he has to go heal. Right, right. And so you wonder if they're, I mean, again, someone else just with different Mandalorian, because you, you know, Cobb Vanth definitely uh, acquires it. But for some time, that armor is actually with the Jawas just doing yes. just, just sitting there. So during that time, someone like um, cast could could show up that that there's a rumor right in a, maybe another town. Yeah. That Boba yeah. has to go facing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Ka cast has his own armor. Um, That's what I mean. Yeah. Like like he wouldn't even right. need like like Boba's or whatever. He, like it, just if you're trying to make it work in, in the book of Boba Fett. Um, yeah. He's another guy who comes in with Mandalorian armor. And it still it still makes sense as to why Cobb Vanth get, gets his and everything. It's just this other guy who is posing right. as as Boba. Um, yeah, that's... and it's just it's it's super interesting too. We get that we get that image of that girl on that speeder bike. So you know, there's somebody else who could either be an assassin or something. It seems like they're going to be have to be calling in all these assassins or something. And they're they're going to keep trying to bring people in who can take down Boba Fett. I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, oh, oh, okay. So are you saying that, that maybe this Arden Lynn, it like might work for the huts, the huts, maybe what if and Boba see, takes down? What if Boba takes down BK black Cassantium? Oh my God. <laughs> that would be wild. Yeah. I think something's going to happen. Like he's going to switch. So I, I don't know. I feel because like in the comics. Yeah. Doesn't Boba kill Chewbacca? Well, you mean in Legends? I don't know. Yeah. No, I think and, he, doesn't he catch? Doesn't he like catch Chewbacca on fire, and that's how Chewbacca oh, he, dies? No, well, Ch Chewbacca dies on. Um, it's a different thing. Like he's he saves Anakin Solo or whatever, but he does catch Chewbacca at one point, I think. And he there is something that happens, but like like Chewbacca actually, um, uh, he stays on some planet that like freaking Anakin Solo. I forget which book it's like the New Jedi Order uh, books or whatever. But uh, but no, I yeah, he, he th there could be some sort of showdown um, where Boba is is taking on BK and freaking either wrecks him or is is going to turn him to his side and say, you know, join me. I, I'm just trying I'm starting to think that the that the huts, though, are not really the people again, they're coming to, to kind of take to to, to reclaim the seat of power. But it won't surprise me at all if there's another group like Crimson Dawn or if this Arden Lynn character, I don't know, is, is she a free agent or is she working for the Huts or Crimson Dawn? Because of the connection to, to Terrace Kasi, that, that would seem like Kira. Like Kira is teaching other people and they're learning some of that. And Arden was a, was a part of that video game and could, could have a, a stronger connection to something like Crimson Dawn. But I don't know if they're going to roll that hard with this. Um, and what's got me thrown is again the idea that it seems like Kira is is speaking out of some freaking hologram, and yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, um. Oh no, that's newer. Okay. So yeah, Boba Fett fights. Boba Fett Chewbacca? fights Chewbacca. Yeah. Does he? Chewie just freaking uh, wrecks him, or does Boba wreck him? Who knows. Yeah, yeah, it's 2022, the year of our savior, Dave Filoni. Yes, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it's amazing. Um, so I, I love this connection though that you're making to this this one little video game that they all play that it, that is that is pretty 
pretty cool. And it's something that's like, it's a deep cut and it's a, it's, it's an unexpected one that fits in with, um, that could, that could really fit in well with this subset of, of characters who, uh, are going to be involved with crime syndicates or whatever. Cause I think the big game is that we've talked about this before is to unite the crime syndicates or the bounty hunters guild or smugglers towards a deeper, bigger threat either with Thrawn or another group, the Grisk or whoever it might be, there's something looming out there, uh, using Vong like that we're going to have to prepare for. And it's a pre emperor Palpatine. Uh, it's probably gonna be more epic than anything that happened with the first order, which is what I'm hoping for, uh, quite frankly. So yeah, we'll see what we, we, we will have to see where it all goes, but that's, that's why I think, uh, it's cool that they're making these connections and, and get, it's a freaking galaxy. By God, there's there's other people who can use the force and and these dark acolytes who are gonna pop up that Luke has got a face or Grogu's gonna face or the Emperor's hand. What is it not that Arden? Let me go check on this here. Arden is an Emperor's hand. She is right. Okay, and then so, she's killed. The interesting thing is that in in Legends, which she only existed in, she's killed at around ten ABY, which is right where we're at now, in which. A Palpatine who has been resurrected by cloning, Jesus, um, like kills her because she didn't do his job, do her job well enough. Yeah, I well, yeah. Oh, I should have brought the comic book over because I, I, they're totally doing the whole Emperor Palpatine cloning stuff. The whole, uh, well, we've seen some of, we've seen, we've seen some of the cloning in Mandalorian. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I think, and and it's going to be happening on Mount Tantus and. Right. Dark Forces is the comic book I'm thinking about right. where they, they do a lot of you, you Palpatine's son, the whole weird, weird cyclops. What's Triclops. Triclops. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like there's, they're pulling from that kind of stuff and um, making their own story. Just tidbits here and yeah. there that, 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 are, that are helpful. So, yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think about the Masters of Terrace Kasi thing? Do you, do you think that we're going to see more connections? Like, why the heck would we not? If, if you're going to have Arden Lynn, why wouldn't you have the Tuscan Raider, Whore? Why wouldn't he be involved? He in, could in be somewhere? one of the ones right now, or they could have yeah. used, using using them for inspiration right now. Right, right. That, that's what that's what I'm thinking. Is is that? So I think that's a game, and, and Matt uh, has has played it, and he's done his review over on Box Trick, uh, over on Super Games Bros. You guys, go check that out because I feel like there is probably more stuff like that. If they were big fans of that game, are you know, are there other characters that they that they might pull in? I'm waiting for the big one. I'm waiting for Mara Jade or or something of the likes to, to well, like Emperor's Hand level stuff. If you bring in Arden Lin, who is sort of a smaller Emperor's Hand. Yeah. Then you begin to bring in this this set of people who are closer to the emperor yeah. and have ties to the emperor and are on a different level in the empire essentially and this is how you could bring in Marjade. Yeah. Yeah, because exactly. I, I I think it's I I think we will see her. I think it's more of a matter of time. It's a gold it is, Yeah, I think it's more a matter of time before we see Mara Jade than mm -hmm. will we ever see Mara Jade. Especially yeah. because I think if you bring her back, I would almost have, as, I know it's going to sound terrible because we don't want to see it, but it's the truth. I think I'd almost have Mara Jade be killed by Kylo Ren. 
Mara Jade be killed by 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 Kylo? Kylo Ren at some point. Once he's once he's turned, and that's another reason that would just add more weight to Luke's reason to go into exile. Okay. Wow. That would be cool. That I mean, not cool, but it would be right. But I mean, just in terms of like it, really building stuff up. Well, yeah. What really ties ties in there is that uh, Jason that's Solo. Happens. That's what right. happens. He he kills. Yeah, he kills Luke's wife. <laughs> so in that's legends. actually in Legends. That's exactly what happens. Uh, by the way, you guys got to go freaking read that that book series. It's freaking sick. Um, uh, because because Matt. When they pull from legends and when they when they do this kind of stuff, it is it is literally um it it, it gives me the vibe of legends and, and the EU and and all of these like the the big like you're just going for it. You you're when you bring in Mara Jade and you bring in Thrawn and you do these things, God, you are just bringing in some heavy hitting uh, Star Wars content that was really popular in the fandom that people really liked. And so I'm just I'm I'm all for it. Um let me just while we're on the Mara Jade point. There is no reason, even if you don't want her to be uh, Skywalker's wife, because, again, we're talking about like them taking right. pieces and making a new thing. We think the Thrawn trilogy is awesome. Timothy Zahn's 1990, what, one, two, three, uh, Tron, uh, Tron, Thrawn, 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 trilogy was awesome but can they they're not gonna they can't just recreate that right but no. they can be inspired by it and so i feel like mara jade is a character that we all would love to see we understand that the sequels exist and it might be hard to get there i am still a firm believer that there is a way yeah to have her be romantically involved with luke i still think it's possible there's a freaking 30 you have met you have a huge time years, yeah. man. You have a 10 year relationship and call it quits and actually have a child. I mean, it's room boy could be Luke's son, dude. I, I if you wanted to ever save the sequels and, and bring people back on board to anything that was going on in Star Wars. I mean, his, it's hear me Mara out. Jade. It's the path. Right. I mean, why? Why couldn't you have a scenario in which Mara Jade is Mara Jade and Luke have a son? Luke does his thing where he try or he attacks Kylo Ren. Kylo goes crazy, burns down the temple. Yeah. And then kills Mara Jade, which again yeah. is terrible to think about, but would be good for the overall story of the sequels and building them up. But they had a kid, and that kid, if you want, I'm just saying, just you know, pitching some pitching a softball to Disney here. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I mean, come up with something better, but just a but just a softball here. Yeah. It could be Broom Boy. He yeah. was actually he actually is roughly about about the right age for that scenario to work. Yeah. Well, OK, Matt, you, you're speaking some truths here. And I, I know here's the, the problem is like they're sitting on a gold, uh, a gold mine with Luke Skywalker, Mara Jade, this whole story. Broom this whole boy. Part. So, buddy, <laughs> all you have to do, you could be Mara Jade and say you have a vision like, Le OK, in, OK, in the sequels. What they did in one episode, in episode nine, all of a sudden, never, nowhere along the line did we ever know that Leia had a vision after Return of the Jedi where she right. shouldn't become a Jedi and she put her lightsaber down so somebody would pick it up 30 years later. Why couldn't Mara Jade do a similar thing? She's pregnant with child, disappears exiles herself because she had a vision that child and Luke relationship, you know, like her child might die or permanent, whatever. Right. Why in the heck could you not do something like that? If you're going to do this with, with freaking Leia, 
Princess Leia, General Organa, you can do it with a with a character like Mara Jade, who just goes off and Luke is 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 disappointed. Luke never even knew she hid the child from Luke. I mean, all of these things. It is literally not that hard to do. And then the Skywalker bloodline continues. There's no yes. reason not to have the Skywalker bloodline continue. And you know what? Everyone's thinking this child is 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 a is a boy. Uh, it could be a girl. I don't care. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It does. It's just the there again. It's an interpretation. It's inspiration. Mara Jade was so 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 popular in in Legends. It was so awesome and good for the story. Sorry. The, remember the galaxy is also massive, so not everyone has to be involved in every big galactic event as well. Yeah. There's tons of other stuff going on all around the galaxy. Right. So like Boba Fett, you know, could still be alive. They by the time the sequels take place, just because we don't see his ship as one of the ships that shows up, doesn't mean that Boba's not out there still doing stuff. Doesn't right. mean that Grogu's not out there dealing with his own threats or that Din's out there still alive dealing with, with threats. Right. Exactly. And here, here's the thing too, is that also Boba can have a child, you know, like, like he can also have offspring, the whole thing. Well, I think we're going to see sort of where all that, all that goes. Um, but yeah, now you have players who, who, just because we didn't know them in the sequels. And that's the problem you have when you're doing these different back and forth, leaving gaps that you fill in later that don't, and like how do they tie into stuff that's already pre-established? They're doing an okay job. It, it, it works out. But again, like you said, they don't have to tie in necessarily. They just weren't involved in that. That's okay. They they had retired. Or they went to a different part of space and or, you know, who knows what's a huge freaking galaxy. Yeah, so not everyone, I mean, not everyone answered the call when Leia called, right? Yeah, what the heck so, was everyone doing? Yeah. <laughs> so exactly, I mean, right. So just because Palpatine shows back up doesn't mean that every single person's going to Exegol and Lando yeah. knows every every single. I mean, but and then what? again, you can also go back and add people in. Like the yeah. the in theory, Boba could have been one of those ships. There's a million of them. We didn't see well, which one he was right. Yeah, look what they did with like Harrison Dula. I mean, they, in, in Rebels, we see, they, go, we see the go, right. Yeah, in, in in the epilogue, they basically just said she was there. She continued on. We don't really see her. She fought in other battles and different stuff. And the Alphabet Squadron has explained Rex. a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, Rex is there. Like, yeah. So just because they weren't mentioned or, or seen doesn't mean they weren't there. And that's that's a really important uh, uh, piece. And so that's why I say there is a whole thing that is, again, Luke cuts himself off from, from, from the Force. And just to kind of wrap this Mara Jade piece up, it's legit. There is a way. There is a path forward. And I, I, it would not surprise me. Like Matt has said, I don't think I, I agree with you. I don't think anymore. It's a, it's a question of like, will we see her? It's when and how, yeah. especially if they're bringing in Arden Lynn and if they reference her as, as, as an emperor's hand at all. Oh, it's game changing. It's on. It's on. Right. And they're you're acknowledging that position and Moth, everything. Because I mean, now most of the now correct if I'm wrong, but I think most of the emperor's hands are women. At least the big ones that I'm familiar yeah, with. But that doesn't, up, but that doesn't, I don't know if that, but you could change that or whatever. But like even somebody like a Moff Gideon could be even more than just like a general or whatever. Yeah. So let me click on or a Moff. Um, I mean, but I mean, you could, you could make it to where, oh, he's a Moff, but he's also part of like an exclusive club. Right. Yeah. So they've kind of in canon. Let me tell you what's uh, Emperor's Hand in canon. Like we'll go to Legends in a second, but like, the Emperor's Hand uh, were secretive operatives of the Galactic Empire that conducted their covert operations 
Uh, at one point during the Imperial era, a group of individuals were tasked with uh, rescuing a prominent and outspoken celebrity and transporting them to safety, different things. Uh, you had two BBY, you had Imperial Viceroy of Mandalore, Gar Saxon, was an emperor, was an emperor, was the emperor's hand. Uh, okay. Saxon led the Imperial Super Commandos, a group of elite Mandalorian warriors, all this good stuff. And we see him in, let me scroll down here, Rebels. That's, that's where we see right. All of that now over in Legends. Let me click on the Legends tab here. And yeah, the Emperor's Hand uh, or Hand of the Emperor was a force-sensitive operative recruited, trained, and employed by Emperor Palpatine to perform missions that were viewed as impossible, secret, or both. Their counterparts included the Emperor's Reach, uh, the Emperor's Voice, and the Emperor's Eyes. This is freaking sick there is a path forward there to like include these individuals and i'm I'm just like you include arden lynn and call her emperor's hand at any point or formally was even if she like let's say early on was the emperor's hand and then is like deposed by mara jade or replaced or whatever that's still cool and it leads again this this door open to to do something with that and it kind of connects these syndicate groups to palpatine in some way or to the galactic civil war and 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 the imperials which i think would be awesome so yeah i'm just looking at some of these other ones you have um like chronal uh jang droga yeah there's men and stuff like that too so i'm just wondering if any of these could be people that could come back Jellar, yeah jellar golan there's a guy uh jagged fell is is a is a big deal in in the legends books people will know uh, that individual who gets close with the solos and, and Jaina solo and so on. So really, really cool stuff. J- Jagged fell actually is, is close with Mara Jade. And it's, it, again, these are all characters that are just like, dude, they have full on arcs and they are full on in the series and star Wars fans love these individuals. They're, they're practically b- brand new to any mainstream. Like I, I, I just, the fact, the fact that, um, that BK is in this, that you bring in, like you might bring in Phasma or Omega or some of these other characters. Like if you're going to bring them to a, to a bigger audience, you want a new character for your TV show. Why not pull from something from the comics or from legends or, or, or whatever? It's still going to be brand new and fresh to, to, to this larger audience. And then something cool for star Wars fans. So, right. And, and you can just tell that the, that Dave Filoni just really loves pull. They, they, they really love pulling from the deep cuts as they call it. I mean, they're all about it. Yeah, and, and they just they just make sense because, uh, again, for example, like your mom and my sister, um, you know, if they're watching this show, do they know who Cammy and Fixer are? No, no. But it doesn't no. matter. We you get you 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 hit two the audiences. super fans. know. yeah, you hit two audiences. You throw in their use as a device. They help us establish Boba Fett's character, and and we get the technology. We get the connection to the Nikto. And all that stuff, and you connect with your super fans because they know who those people are, and it's cool. It's just, it's just the way you yeah. do it. Absolutely, yeah, uh, awesome. All right, as well. I think that's. Uh, I don't think we really have anything uh, left here, do we? No. I, here's the thing. We said we mentioned too. We were going to go into extended edition, so we have some uh, with some transmissions that we can cover in extended edition over there, and then just as has got some crazy theories, man. Just just more stuff about some of this what's going on with with Absolutely. madam garza yeah. and and freaking 
Max. Yeah, Rebo. there's a lot. There, yeah, there's there's def, yeah, definitely definitely more deeper cuts we will dive into. So, guys, be sure to check out our Patreon or if you like listening to a podcast, you can check us out on Apple Premium as well. And the cool thing there is you get exclusive content for all of our shows, which include Ben Me and Hyperspace, yeah. uh, Heroes of the Horn, all of that stuff. Uh, and as and I will be definitely be diving diving into deeper and deeper theories and stay tuned because we got a lot more video content coming to you guys here as well on YouTube. Um, we're going to do a video on like Jodo cast and Mara Jade and all this stuff. Um, and uh, the cool thing is if you're subscribed here on YouTube, I know some of you guys listen just to the podcast is we run a lot of polls over here and you guys can vote yeah. on which content you guys want us to cover. So which characters you guys want us to talk more about. So uh, be sure to come over to YouTube, hit that subscribe button uh, and you guys can be participating in that as well so with that guys as always we want to thank you for hanging out in hyperspace for listening on apple or on the podcast be sure to give us a review on itunes it's enormous enormous help check out our patreon if you want extra content and remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like dusting crops how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.